All right. Hello, Dustin. Hello, Hooper. Uh, all right. So we want to talk about the terminal list finally, which has been went, been out on Amazon Prime for like two months now. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, you watched this and finished it far before I did. Um, yes. It was a yeah. slog for me. I kept stuff kept happening, getting in the way. Mm. Um, but uh, the terminal list for uh, I would think the people tuning in know what it is, but hell, you never know. Yeah, not people just click on stuff and they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so, right. um, so the terminal list is a, as a, as a, it's a series. I was going to say it's a mini series, but it's just, it's a series. Uh, there will be more, I believe. Um, and uh, it's based on a, um, thriller series. Um, specifically the first in, in a thriller series by a novelist named Jack Carr. Uh, Jack Carr is a, well, why can't I hyperlink to him? Why can't I link to what's going on? What's happening? <clears throat> Whatever. I'll read it out of thing. You know why? Because I have the next book right here, like in oh, front of you. Yeah, so <laughs> um, so let me see what the book jacket says about Jack Carr, because I just want to get his credentials right. Oh, it's on the back. Jack, Jack Carr, Carr lives at home with his wife. and his. <laughs> Jack Carr is a former Navy SEAL who led special operations teams as a team leader, platoon commander, Troop commander and task unit coordinate uh, task unit commander over his 20 years in naval special warfare. He transitioned from an enlisted SEAL sniper to a junior officer leading assault and sniper teams in Iraq and Iraq and Afghanistan uh, to a platoon commander practicing counterinsurgency in the southern Philippines to commanding a special operations task unit in the most uh, in the most Iranian influenced section of southern Iraq throughout the tumultuous withdraw- drawdown of U.S. forces, Jack retired from active duty in 2016 and lives with his wife and three children. Uh, I knew it. I in, knew he lives with his wife and children. All right. What state do you think he lives in? Oh, uh, that's, a, that's a tough now, Dustin. <laughs> no, I, I've got a one in 50th chance here. Go for it. West. I'll give you the hint. Uh, it's in the West. Well, that blows my, my in, prediction in the out of water. Uh, Do you think it was DC? Uh, yeah, I was going to say DC. <laughs> um, uh, in the West, okay, we're going to go with uh, we're going to go with uh, we're going to go with uh, Washington. Close, uh, Park City, Utah. Utah, okay. Yep. So Jack Carr, that's that, those are his credentials. He's a he's a he's a formal is a formal former uh, team leader, uh, teams guy, go. and it is very apparent throughout this series and through the book. If you read it and presumably the other books, and if you just hear the guy talk, he's one of those guys. Um, and so he's, I believe what does he have a, he have a, like an executive producer credit on this series. I believe he does. Yeah, he does. Chris Pratt does who this uh, series stars. Um, but it's about the main character of these, of these stories is, um, is named James Reese. James Reese is a Navy SEAL, and uh, in this story, um, his not a spoiler to say his 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 he comes home from a mission that went bad. A lot of his friends and his teammates died, but there's some fishy stuff going on about it. What exactly happened? Why did it happen the way it did? Um, yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of conspiracies that happen. Um, and there's a lot of revenge that happens um, on the part of James Reese, who um makes no bones about justifying murder um mm-hmm. especially in the book so yeah um 
that's the series that stars Chris, or that's the story. And then the series that stars Chris Pratt as James Reese. Um, we've got Constance Wu in here. We've got Taylor Kitsch, um, Gene Triplehorn, who I haven't seen since Waterworld. Love Gene Triplehorn. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this is again on, on Prime Video, and there are other series that are already in production. I think it did well. I think it did really well. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't have the stats on how well it did, but I, I heard it did well. Yeah, okay. It, it was uh, the number one show on Amazon Prime's top 10 list within two weeks of its premiere. Uh, it came in at number three on the Nielsen chart with 1.1 billion minutes viewed across eight episodes. Um, anyway, I don't know how well it's doing critically, though. Um, seems seems yeah, I mixed. Think it, I think it's fairly fairly poor. Critically. Oh, poor? Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so... Uh, what did you think of this? Um, you haven't I, read the book, I, have you? I have not read the book. Okay. My, my familiarity with this is minimal. I like, I knew who Jack Carr was. Mm-hmm. Didn't know they lived in uh, Park City, Utah though. Um, and, uh, uh, That's why but, but yeah, I, I knew who he was. Hadn't read any of the books. Um, hadn't read any of his books. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just hadn't had no, no preconceived notion of this. Um, I knew that Chris Pratt was in it. And then when I found out Taylor Kitsch was in it, I was like, all right, well, I, I have to check it out. Then. Right, right. And because uh, I, lo- I love Friday Night Lights and uh, I love Parks and Recreation. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I I, um, um, I I enjoyed it. I think um, that, that's a big there's a big um, asterisk next to it. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I think if I were to rate it, it'd be maybe three, three and a half stars. Um, like I feel it's better than fine, but not four stars. Um, because I don't know that I'd really want to rewatch all of this again. Um, there's some stuff that I really enjoyed, some stuff that I thought could have been done better, but by and large, I, I did have, um, I didn't have a problem continuing at any point. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, <clears throat> it took me a bit to get through this. Um, and so I always wonder, cause I have read the book. So I always wonder yeah. like, is this because I know the basic plot elements and I'm yeah. having to wait for them to occur? Although there's a fair amount of differences from the book in this yeah. series. Um, but it's the same basic stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm sure that factored into it there, you know, these things are like an hour long. That's, and there's a whole lot of stuff that makes Connor sleepy in this, yeah. in this series, a lot of staring at things, looking at nonverbal clues, um, having alternating flashes of things that are real and not real. And those are things. And so a lot of those are done without words, sometimes even without sound. And so if I, if if I'm watching this on my phone on a weeknight, I I might have to stop, pick it up the next morning and and back it up a few minutes. Like, where did I, where was I? So I have to grade it on a curve and assume that most people who watch this are going to be engaged and, you know, uh, following the emotional beats. But I will say for me, like who, you know, I know that Jack Carr said, but when he wrote, when he wrote it, he had Chris Pratt in mind to play this character. It was like, this is a Chris Pratt type of person. And he just lucked out that whoever he gave it to, to start shopping around option, it knew Chris Pratt also liked him. 
gave Chris Pratt the book. Chris Pratt likes the book. Uh, he found out that Antoine and Fuqua and he were both <laughs> bidding for the project at the same time. So they were like, let's stop bidding. Let's collaborate. And so they're both part of the, that's how, that's how it came to be. And that's why Antoine yep. Fuqua's name is on this. And he directed an episode or two of it. Um, so it's kind of kismet how it came together for all these people. Yeah. And they really seem to have enjoyed working on it. So it's always nice when a show gets made just out of like mutual love of the material. Everyone, yeah. everyone acting in it seems to really be into it. Jack Carr seems to be pleased with the amount of input and and soul of the project it's been allowed to retain. I think people probably um, appreciate the authenticity that uh, the because one thing that's apparent when you're reading the terminal list is okay, whoever wrote this knows what the hell they're talking knows about because you know yeah. there, there's there's ample descriptions of parts of weapons. Stuff that I'm just yeah. like, okay, sure. I believe you. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah. Sure. Um, and it's, and it's dripping with masculinity and, um, and, and, uh, military militariness. Um, yeah. It just further reminds me as I'm reading it, like, I, I'm not into this culture at all. <laughs> I'm not into like, yeah, I'm not into military and military adjacent culture. It doesn't suit me. Um, yeah. I don't relate to it. And, um, and uh, and there's a fair amount in the book of people straight up telling James Reese, like I think one person, I think the pilot character is like James, you don't have to explain yourself to me. You kill every one of these motherfuckers that you can, kill them all. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wow. It would be nice to have one character be like, hey James, you know you're committing murder. Would your wife and daughter, you know, like you doing right. this? Do you think they would? Right. Do you think this would? Like it, no one even says the thing like this won't bring them back. Like. There's no yeah. like opposing opinion. Everyone just yeah. supports James Reese doing whatever the hell he has to do to make yeah. things right. Yeah. Uh, so that's a problem I have with the book and with the series is that yeah. it's just kind of hard to watch a main character. Um, even in the, even in, in the Holy Crusade of Revenge, um, murder people. It makes it harder to kind of stand behind them. Um, yeah. even if he's murdering bad people, he's still like, he executes a man <laughs> in front in the street. Um, yep. he almost kills the reporter who was helping him. I, the yep. series almost makes a point to, to sort of, I feel like the series tries to address it. Like, yeah, maybe James Reese isn't like a great guy, but it's like, but he needs to be like, that should have been what the series yeah. changed about him was yeah. some sort of self doubt of, should I be hurting these people? But he's right. he's torturing people. Um, he doesn't seem to regret it um, yeah. at all. Like you would think yeah. that even with what these people have done to him, some of these people had very little directly to do with what has happened to him. They're just yeah. they're just complicit, you know, yes. or profiting yep. from it. But they have yep. no clue what they've put this man through. They don't right. they don't understand. And he's yep. just like, yeah, but you you but benefited. I, you're a part of. The, yeah, it's like you're all the same. And it's like, yeah. Can we get wait, time out? Come on, man. Right, right, right. right. No, I, I agree. So <laughs> it, it's weird because in the last in our last episode, I mentioned that I just watched some films that felt related to that. 
Mm-hmm. For this, I had just re- just watched all of the Rambo movies leading up oh, to this. Oh, right. And so and so what's weird is like serendipitous, you know, uh, film watching yep. uh, habits uh, happen. And so suddenly it's like, oh, I'm comparing these two things. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, like there's an obvious Rambo element to later parts of this series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're in the woods and blah, blah, blah right. and whatever. They're very first blood. Um, but then, um, you raise an interesting point, which is something that really occurred to me while watching the Rambo movies. And it hits here too, which is at a certain point, my personal taste for, uh, a a person becoming judge, jury, and executioner, Mm -hmm. um, there is a limit to that in my mind. Like if, th- if this is, you could think about it like if, if a person goes after the person who directly caused them harm, mm-hmm. I can suspend my disbelief that like, oh, this is probably immoral and you should let the justice system do its thing and mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. I'll suspend my disbelief. You just attack that person. Fine. Yep. I, I, if, if my friend comes to me in real life and says, Hey, somebody hurt me. I think I'm going to go kill him. I'm certainly not going to be like, okay, that's fine. Um, so like, it's weird in a movie that I even have any ability to do that. Um, so, so there's that, so it exists, that ability exists. However, um, at a point the line is crossed where I'm like, yeah, but these people don't directly have anything to do with it. And you're execute, you're, you're executing them, um, as if they were the cause um, the direct cause of something that yeah. they were not the direct cause of. And maybe that's also from years of, you know, partaking in superhero stories where the heroes never actually kill. They just kind of like maim or yeah. whatever, or like hog tie them and leave them for commissioner Gordon to find. But, <laughs> but that's um, it, it, yeah, it, it is weird. I'm glad you brought that up. Like that it, it's, it, that is, I think your mileage will vary and some people have a very high tolerance for this and they're like, yeah, go kill them. Whatever. Execute them in the streets. Those people frighten me though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, like, yeah, be a man, kill that man. Yeah. And, and it's like, but, but for me, it's like, yeah, there, there is, there is a line that, you know, I, I can't quite get behind because it's not like, like John McClane stuck in the tower in Nakatomi tower. And like, I have to dis- dispatch these people because they're all terrorists yeah. and they're all trying to murder me actively. Yeah, they're all still trying um, to kill me and other people who are also here. Correct. You know. Um so so this is different because these people like they're they they did something to you but it is in the past and they've all moved on. They aren't still actively doing something. Right. Granted what they did is horrific. What they did is horrific and they are all criminals to an extent and what they're doing will hurt and probably result in the deaths of more people, but they aren't like in the middle of like, as soon as I reload this rifle, I'm gonna go kill more people. Like they're not like, you don't know what they're about, what they're in the course of doing, except that they have harmed you. And even if they, even if, even if they had like all like sworn and taken an unbreakable vow, like after we murdered James Reese's family, we will never yeah. commit crimes again. He would still yeah. kill them because what they already did. Yeah. He wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> if he right. And, and this leads me to my, to, to sort of a, an adjacent point, which is, and, and spoiler, 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 spoiler. Is they're happening now. Um, at the end, in the final episode, um, it is revealed that Taylor Kitsch was involved as well. Yeah. And this is the moment where I thought, okay, Chris Pratt 
essentially believed the job was done mm-hmm. and and now some time has passed and he you know catches back up with taylor kitch's character my expectation here with this was look you didn't you didn't have as much to do with this as some of the other folks also our personal relationship is taken into effect here and also or into consideration and also um i i killed all these people turns out i'm still miserable sometime later right I, i'm still i it didn't help me so i'm gonna let you go but we're not going to be friends anymore, yeah. right? That relationship is damaged, whatever. But then the fact that he just kills Ben with no hesitation, it's seemingly no hesitation and no remorse. It felt like, yeah, this this man is is blank. And, and it's someone that I can't quite relate to because it's as if he's a machine. Yeah. And, and, and even when you get Chris Pratt to play him. Yeah. Who can absolutely imbue a character with a lot of warmth and humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just made like, it was, it, it made him too stock to me. Like for a character yeah. who is, who is younger on the page than my actual kids are mm-hmm. in terms of like how long he's existed in the public consciousness yeah. for him to feel like such a, an eighties novel character, like, you know, for him to be like the cliche of like, Oh, you know, he's, he's an operator, you know, he, he, that's, that's his thing, but he's a warm family man. He's a down home family man, uh, of, of, of unknown, uh, dialect origin, by the way. I don't know where the hell he's, but I think he's supposed to be from Texas. I don't even know where James Reese is from. Anyway, I couldn't place his accent. Drive me nuts. Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt even sounds like fairly Midwestern for someone who grew up in Washington. There's like a coldness and a systematizing of ending life that certainly is something to be discussed and brought up and covered in a project like this, where it's like, yeah, like he, he now treats this as any other mission, but it, it just felt generic to me in that sense. Like, of course, in the flashbacks, he's like the best dad ever. Um, and you know, as soon as they're taken away from him, that person is just dead. And now that I get grief and all those other things, but it just was less interesting to me. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's on the page and it's like, okay, but this is a book we're, we're supposed to fill this book with our own nuance and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of what novels are and they're pretty escapist yeah. and stuff. And, but when you bring it to a project and you bring an actor into it, who's supposed to like bring some complexity to all of this, you sort of expect that stuff gets ironed out because I would think that Chris Pratt would be like, well, what's my way into this character? Like what, what are his virtues? Because surely I'm not going to just play a, a merciless killer um, who, you right. know, something happens to him that pushes him too far and he, his skills are now on display, but it's sort of in vain because he can't protect his family. Yeah. What's your way into that character? And I feel like I'm, I'm not surprised that Chris Pratt took the project. And again, they all seemed like they liked making it. It just sort yeah. of felt weird that the direction wasn't look, your books are going to be your books. And Jack Carr was okay with a lot of changes that happened. Like, yeah. you know, the, 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 in the book, the Jean Triplehorn character, the, the sec def, she's like mm-hmm. the villain. Like mm. she is never sympathetic to him. She's trying to yeah. fuck him over for the entire book. Like she's behind all of this. She's like the mastermind other than the, 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 the pharmaceutical company. But like yeah. in the series, there's a good bit of her. That's like, no, I, I care about veterans. Like yeah. the one in here is like a Hillary Clinton, like 
no yeah. kind of like a like a just a right. bad person person um yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's changes and it's like well hell if we're gonna soften her character up why don't we soften the protagonist soften a little bit like because yeah. again by the end of this you're just like i sort of feel bad for him because of what he's been through but yeah i certainly at the end of a movie or a show you want to sort of think of yourself as you want to pat that character on the back like it's gonna be okay you're gonna put yourself yeah. back together not only do i not know what i would say to james reese to make him feel yeah. better if i encountered him on the street i'd run away because he's <laughs> right, he's sure. one thousand percent dangerous, and he is a domestic yeah. terrorist. Yeah, yes, <laughs> and 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 the thing is, like you're right by comparing it to the '80s, because you you can say this is the modern John Rambo, which is a thought I had watching it. Like this is the modern interpretation of that type of character, mm-hmm. um, but but also because he has no flaws, right? There there's no <laughs> there's no chink in the armor. He's a Mary like James Sue. Reese. He, he's a Mary Sue, um, but but he, but he doesn't, right? Like yeah. like you would expect almost. Um, so so there's a moment after his the flaws death that of, he's dangerously amoral. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or morally um, relative. Well, well, ha- having this like weird, uh, unreliable narrator vibey of flashback kind of thing which is not like present that. in the book there's no like okay. there's no like wait it, am i remembering this correctly i thought that they were right. going to play on that like hey yeah. dude maybe some stuff happened that like i thought they maybe were going to like i thought that was going to be like an onion that got peeled back like hey you yeah, should yeah. stop acting with so much certainty because maybe you're not seeing things as clearly as you think that's not in right, the book but it at turned all. out he was right the whole time right um and so it's like oh well okay, okay. <laughs> And you know, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like he, he wasn't unreliable enough, but yeah, you're right. Because so there's a moment after, after uh, his family is murdered and they're all like sitting around him and his friends are sitting around like drinking a beer and, and talking about him. And, and even in that moment, it doesn't feel like he's grieving. Um, yeah. Which, which it feels to me like, yes, he's like, yeah, okay guys, I'm, I'm going to go. And he's the one that, that pieces out of that little like remembrance party early but it doesn't feel to me like he's, you know, uh, that he's grieving or inconsolable at any any point, which maybe we don't want to see a hero become inconsolable. But I do think it's important that we we understand and feel the magnitude of what happened to him. And if if he doesn't have the opportunity story wise to grieve, then the audience doesn't either. And that also makes it hard for us to get on board with the amount of violence he he brings to the people that harmed him if we don't feel the grief for the harm that he suffered. And, and so it feels to me like there's a missed opportunity where having him truly express those emotions and be human in that way really would have helped sell some of that violence that they also wanted to sell because, because we, we, the audience would have also felt the grief that he feels. And, and so there's that missed opportunity. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I would have loved to see more about James Reese as a person, as a human, as a character, because these types of characters are kind of a dime a dozen, right? Your Jack Ryan's and whatever. Um, it, these your John Rambo's, I mean, all of them are JR. Why is that technically proficient? And it's like, a hundred percent perfect at this thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a prodigy, they're whatever. And, and like, that's their thing. 
So what makes James Reese different from John Rambo or Jack Ryan? Yeah. Um, and or, you know, Ethan Hunt or James Bond, these perfect type of characters. Um, over time, they've given Bond more layers. Over time, they've given Ethan Hunt more layers. They've they they understood that we have to differentiate this character in some way. And that's not a plot way. That's a character way. So so you could say, oh, well, he's got James Reese has flashbacks. OK, but that's not a character thing. That's a plot thing. Right. Um, you take that away. The character's still exactly the same. Um, so so you have to give me a character reason why he's different. So maybe this character whatever i'm obsessed with ice cream you know it's something but but whatever it is he's mowing down people in the street and there's a guy ice cream ditch ice cream and he's like bunny cone hold on everybody he murders the ice cream man and grabs the cone before it falls to the ground yeah he he oh god dustin he he he's running and in slow motion he uh, he ejects a mag and he accidentally shoves the ice cream oh sorry whoops that's my ice cream cone guy ice cream open my gun hold on and he's putting the thing in there and it's all sticky and then he 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 gets shot in the leg and he falls to the ground like oh my knee and he licks the ice cream off the pavement and then he shoots that person in the face and gets up Maybe all of his kills are like puns. He, he uh, like, <laughs> like he shoots somebody in the head and goes, "That's the cherry on top." <laughs> yeah, if someone gets uh, they get crushed by a car, and it's like, I guess you're soft serve now. And uh, he, someone's car spins out on the road. Looks like they didn't see the rocky road. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, he instead of he gets shot instead of like you know packing the wound with like dirt or like gauze, he just shoves yeah. it full of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> what a silly idea, okay. Dustin! <laughs> what what an awful idea that just came to my brain. You just you just thought of something very interesting, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, man. you know you, you can make a, a, a ton of, of ice cream related jokes around death so there you go <laughs> Ooh, his corpse is colder than this than this the marvin the martian cone <laughs> uh, he drives he drives an ice cream truck around but instead of ice cream he lifts the 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 freezer door and it's just guns it's just nothing but guns. It's full of the previous people he's killed, just like just slamming <laughs> yeah, around. There you the, go. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I scream, you scream, we all scream, we all scream. You killed my family. Uh, you know what though anyway i i if, as, as much uh what was interesting about this project this was something that that jai courtney was pretty solid in yeah for sure yeah. that's weird I, I did not even recognize him for the first little bit he didn't he had zero trace to his accent i was interested yep. in his character i was like oh it's kind of an interesting like take on a on a ceo of a pharmaceutical yeah. company he's not like a tech bro he's like a right and he's like a wannabe operator i was like oh like yeah. maybe this is a character that like he'll have to face and then they sort of went the direction of like no he's just a pretender pretenders don't get to live in a jack car story it's right. like exactly. oh okay like 
the All film, right. the film and the book are sort of, again, they're, they're dripping with this, like, yeah, whatever you need, brother. Like, we'll, we'll follow you to the gates of hell, brother. I guess I'm just over characters and interactions like that. Again, it's, it's not my world. So I, I, I have no nostalgia or connection to it. Um, it just comes off as like, just overly like stock to me, uh, cartoonish, even though there are people who talk like that, but like, you know, this is the same yeah. world that like, you know, that, that birthed American sniper. And yeah. I felt like that was a person. Um, yeah. so I don't know. I, I think, I think the way they would defend that is anyone who, who is looking to defend it is, is that it's there, right? Because, because you, you look at it, look at it like this, those two characters, uh, uh you know, I'll follow you against hell brother, whatever mm-hmm. that, that moment, it is devoid of drama because you can't have drama where two characters don't disagree and don't, right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you have to have that. So then what they do is they bury it in subtext. Yeah. Right. So the character says, I'll follow you to the gates of hell, brother. And then in his, and then the camera lingers just a little bit too long and you see like a, a remorse to mm-hmm. that other character. So they bury in the subtext, the drama, right. which, which is a way of doing it. At yeah. least they tried, but it, it but it also, begs the question why is nobody saying to him james like i this isn't a good idea no <laughs> you you can't take this to the streets yeah that makes you the same as them you will always be a fugitive now. yeah i you can never i'm live so, a normal life again like i'm so troubled you talked about them on the beach right and so like his yeah. friend from mexico is there and like taylor kitch is there and they're all like, listen, man, whatever you need, like we got some guys like we can, you know, I got guys south of the border, you know, like anytime pretty much someone's like, yeah, I know where that gang hangs out. I've also got intel on them because we've been scoping them out for some other stuff. It's like yeah. the amount that people with access to military grade weapons and the knowledge of the use of those weapons yeah. um, for private gain or whatever contract gain the amount of those people that exist in this story and the willingness with which they are, they are, they are willing to uh, just sort of take human life um, was frightening to me. Um, The idea that people exist who will just like, like, you know, we live in a world with like lots of plenty of dangers and there's plenty of people who just decide that, Hey, I'm going to, I've been wronged and I'm going to take it upon myself to grab a weapon and uh, take out whoever I deem marginally responsible for, for my troubles watching a show like this in 2022, even though the people who are wronged are characters are supposed to, you know, who have been truly wronged by people who are not accountable and are despicable, whatever. Um, And even though they're highly skilled with these weapons and, um, you know, trying to, and, and not killing civilians. Yeah. The routine way they are approaching all of this as a military operation outside of the sanctioned military operations of the United States government, I just couldn't get past it um, yeah. on the page to an extent Again, this is the first in a series, so maybe there's consequences. Maybe James Reese at a certain point realizes, like, oh my God, I've killed so many people. Like, what 
what have I become? That doesn't seem. It's just the first thing. But like this is you've made it very hard for me to latch on to this character because he sails off at the end of the series to God knows where. And you're like, wow, uh, I don't know. I mean, I want to see more of the series, but it's like, I don't know that I care what happens to this person. Like, I hope right. that, that I kind of hope there's a hurricane that he sails into and he just sort of <laughs> disappears right. because yeah. um, he's he's only a threat wherever he goes. <laughs> Right. And and it's weird because they did they tried like toward the later part of this film or the series. Mm -hmm. um, Leon's partner, I forget her name, is caught in that mudslide or whatever. Yeah. And and he he rescues her. And so Mm -hmm. I guess that was like the writers being like, oh, but he's got a heart to go. Oh, this guy. Right. Yeah. They they just as easily could have had it go the other way and like justified it. Like he's like, nope, they're in my way. Yeah, right. You know, exactly. I mean, it's good that yeah, they did I mean, it, but it's like, why didn't he go out of his way to save other people along the but way? It's too little too late. And it's yeah. 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 It's it's why, you know, did he. Why her and not yeah. anybody else? And, you know, if you if you have enough respect for the authorities to to know, like, oh, they're just doing their job and they're not whatever. So I'll save her. Why are you not delivering these villains over to them? Yeah. As opposed to executing them yourself. Um, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And even like I was really with the reporter character because she's like, I want to break the story. And then after a while, she's like, hey, stop killing people. I'm trying to compile this report to expose them. And he's like, you're moving too slow. And it's like, what? whoa. Okay, hold on. What? What's, what is the desired outcome? What is justice? Yeah. Wait a second. And then as soon as right. he's like, get out of my way, points a gun at her. I was like, yeah. okay, well, you're... Yeah. Uh, You've officially yeah. lost me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in many ways, like, yeah, it, it, James Reese is just as bad as yeah. any of the villains presented here. Yeah. Um, and even if season two presents consequences for his actions, I, I don't see that as being enough to to turn it around or because at this point it would be out of character to have James Reese like sit down and like huh i really did yeah screw up like yeah. oh wow i should have done su- that that would suggest he's like an idiot like none of this occurred to you at the time <laughs> yeah or it, it, what it would suggest is i'm so out of control of my emotions yeah that that yeah all you have to do is provoke me and I, and i will never stop i should be incarcerated until the job's done yeah and then and then i'll realize oh I'll probably shouldn't have done that yeah it's like yeah well then you're dangerous and yeah. you're not a hero uh, to be to be emulated or 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 admired yeah but the, yeah yeah that that it is it is it is it's it's one piece of the show but it's like a large piece for me is like the 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 motivation and the and the the actions of james reese are just they're, they're not unimpeachable and it's not it, 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 it might get in the way if you're anything like me and dustin like it's going to get in the way of you and you know it would have gotten in the way of you enjoying this series as much as you otherwise could have. But yeah. you know, who knows? I'm, I'm, I, I'm willing to keep watching as they come out. Sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to read this. I bought the reason I have this copy is because this is not the library for some reason, true believer, the next book in the series, not the library. The other books are on the series, not true believer. So I, my, my wife got me this for father's day. Cause I was like, I'm going to have to buy this book. And so she's like, well, it's right. Father's Day care. So, you know, I went online, 15 bucks, bought the yeah. book. So hope it's good. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to donate it to the library after I'm done with it. 
Um, so we'll see. I'll see what else comes of this uh, series. I'm definitely, I definitely want to read this series because it was a fun read. Um, it wasn't like yeah. as good as just to, as a callback to the last episode. It wasn't as good as Sea of Rust or uh, or or Day Zero by Mr. C. Sure. Robert Cargill. Those are sure. infinitely better and more interesting and headier and just better written. Those are those are great books. You'd love them, Dustin. Yeah. Um, yeah. a lot of you know just a lot of the characters are are artificially intelligent. Uh, humanoid robots. Uh, mm. They talk like people, though. It's 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 fantastic. Oh, cool. It's fantastic. Cool. Military and uh, uh, operator centric thrillers make for good books. They're entertaining yeah. books. Yeah, they're a little simplistic. Yes, they're extremely technical and sometimes unnecessarily filled with detail that you, as a reader, don't care that much about. Oh, cool, sure. cool. You've been to the Pentagon. You can tell me what it looks like. I don't give a shit. You know, yeah, but yeah. like whatever it's fine like let him do yeah. his thing um, I, I could see how this would be a better book than it is a series um, yeah I, but i also I'm, I'm curious what you think about this and this this would just be my last question mm-hmm. um do you think this would have been a better movie than series mm. was there enough story to justify eight hours i don't think there was enough to justify eight hours i think they could have shortened it I don't know if you could do this in one movie, but then part of me is like, you could have totally done this in a 90 minute movie. Like I'm just thinking back to like movies, action movies in the nineties. It's like if, if lethal weapon can be a movie, yeah, you could make this into a movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm of two minds because, because I do think there were times where it felt a little bit stretched. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were times where it, it didn't. Um, and so, yeah, I'm of two minds about it, but I've, I've heard that complaint leveled against it, that it should have just been a movie, Mm -hmm. um, and maybe a movie series. Yeah, sure. Maybe. But, um, I, I don't think that it didn't justify being longer than a film, but I also think that it didn't need to be a little stretch to be eight, like six might've been fine. Um, five might've been fine, but, uh, it may have even just been fine as a movie, even if it's a longer movie, you know, a political thriller that's two and a half hours long mm-hmm. is plenty long to do a lot of things. Yeah. And and if the basic premise is just family murdered, must find out who did it, must kill, then that's fairly simplistic. So you could maybe do that in a film. At the same time, it's I've always sort of advocated that the proper avenue for book adaptations is a season of television, a series of this, you know. Yep five or eight episodes of something, you know, Bosch, speaking of what's on prime video, great show. People should check it out. Like each of those seasons, which are like 13 episodes long are based on like three of the Bosch books at a time each season. Mm -hmm. Cause there's so many of them. So like, it's like, it'll say like based on this, 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 and you're like, Oh, they just sort of took elements from all three of these books and made like one sort of cool season of television. Yeah. And it, and it, it works great. And it doesn't yeah. feel overlong. It feels wow. very rich and lived in. And this yeah, did yeah, feel yeah. stretched, even though what we did get out of it is longer and really well executed action scenes. I thought yep. Um, yep. just attack a positive onto the end of there, but like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, the, the action is really great. Um, yeah. I just think oh, we didn't even talk about the, uh, the moment where he finds that one guy and disembowels him and hangs him by his intestines. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa that's totally in the book that is that is in the book yeah yeah i'm like that is yeah, uh some it's messed up psychopathic level of yeah. uh violence there my friend yeah and that was like i get it for that guy because that guy 
like was yes. in his house, you know, like that guy yes. went to his house you were, and you were there. Yeah, yeah. You were there. It's like, okay, that's fine. I get that. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. And this person yeah. is like, you're, you're a career criminal. Like you are, you're a gang leader. You're going these to other do this people again to other are, people. Yeah. yeah th- these other people are like, yeah, they're, they're underhanded and they're corrupt, but they're still work for like a pharmaceutical company. You're, you're still like, there's, there's, there's a code of, there's almost like a code of combat where like, yeah. if you're a gang member and you're going to engage in violence and murder, you may expect to die by the sword, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it's weird to kidnap James Gunn's brother and, and, yeah. you know, give me you a know, poison him with like a, with, with a thing full of fentanyl <laughs> yes. for, for just profiting from something that killed your family. It's like, man, couldn't you like, yeah. couldn't you just like shoot him in the kneecaps or something. Good Lord. Can you paralyze them? It's something else. I don't know. I don't know. Also, I don't need to see that naked body. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'll say. I'm not saying anymore. All right. Well, that's it then. We'll leave it at that. I also think it's funny that like these two guys who are, are pretty funny were in this deadly serious scene. And I'm like, I have to see the outtakes. I know. This. I wanted, like, I just kept thinking I like, this is, this. this is Star-Lord and Rocket in a scene together, yeah, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I have to see this. It's the most serious I've ever seen Sean Gunn. His acting was pretty good in that scene. I was, yeah, I was pretty I impressed. So yeah. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. Oh, well. Yep. That's it then. That's it for the terminal yeah. list. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hell, I'm going to, I'm going to term terminate my wakefulness in a minute and go to sleep. (laughs) Make a list of my dreams. Yes. (laughs) I hate that. I'm I'm about to have to get that other, that other arm. Cause every every time I do anything, it's like, (laughs) 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 (laugh